Welcome to Healthy Energy with Margo. In our show, we explore the various ways we can connect to our energy and shift our perspective to create change in our being and in life. Now, here is your host, Margo Nielsen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Magical Monday and Healthy Energy with Margo. Thank you so much for joining me today, whether you're listening live or to the recording. If you are live, we would love to have you call in, share your experience about our topic today, or ask a question during the show. The number is 1-866-472-5792. My guest today is Shirley Gibbons, and I'm very excited to have you here, Shirley. Welcome. Oh, thank you, Margot, for having me here today. It's um, been brilliant to come and actually do an exchange with you as well. Yes, I'm so lucky. I just had my feet done by Shirley, and I'm feeling pretty mellow and pretty, like, tingly all over. So, um that's part of why we wanted to get together is to be able to share that firsthand. So I'm going to share a little bit about Shirley. She hails from the city of Coronation Street in the UK. After after taking a two-year course as an esthetician, she worked in spas in Sheffield and London for nine years. Following her love of travel, she then took a two-year break to work and explore Greece and Turkey. Life back in Manchester then took her into the world of cosmetics and promotions, working for all the top cosmetic houses in the city's major department stores. A chance meeting then brought a career change, and she became a flight attendant. For the next 17 years, her world work took her around the world. Her love of, oh my goodness, my mouth doesn't want to work today. Her love of aesthetics never left her, and she was able to do this in her spare time, as well as study for courses in aromatherapy and reflexology. Shirley's wings were finally clipped when she moved to Vancouver in 2004 to be with her partner and now husband. She studied Reiki here and took a chair massage course to enable her to adapt her table massage to a seated position. Further workshops from international reflexologists and studies further her expertise and keep her challenged. As well as running a spa service for seniors in the West End at Barclay Manor and South Granville, she works for Sage, a 100% natural wellness company. She offers a mobile service and works with friends at chair massaging and wellness events. And let me tell you, she's an awesome reflexologist, having just experienced it firsthand. It's just, it's amazing. And that's why I titled this Magic of Reflexology, because I really do think reflexology is magical. Um, I do as well, Margo. Um, I remember stuff like the um, first time I came across it, I was actually back in, I think it was 1993, and I was actually doing an aromatherapy course because I was interested in essential oils. And I didn't realize, but they actually used reflexology as a diagnostic tool then to um, pick the oils that you were going to use for the massage. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, so it was just a very basic reflexology course. And I remember this lady that I had, and I pressed on a little area just underneath her, I think it was probably the second and um, last toe. Um, just on the, um, the uh, just underneath there, and um, I remember her saying, "Oh, that feels a little tender," and so I got my chart out and I was looking on my chart because I was saying, "Oh, I think it means the ear." So she said, "Oh, well, there's nothing, you know. No, I don't do you have any problems with your hearing? Any, any you know, any issues?" And she said, "Oh, no." Anyway, we carried on, and then she came back to me and she said you know what I think it might be? So I said, no. So she said, I've, 
I have eczema every so often and it flares up in my ears. Oh, and interesting. And I've got a patch at the moment. She said, but I hadn't really thought about it. So that piqued my interest. And then obviously a few other things came up. And, um, and so that was my introduction to reflexology. That's, that's amazing to pick things up like that. Yes. I remember talking to somebody once, bringing up ears, one of my clients, and her ears had been bothering her, and she had gone to a doctor, but they couldn't find anything. And my comment to her was, have you heard something that you didn't like hearing? And, you know, she shared something with me that she hadn't shared with anybody else. And it was just enough to say it. And it went away afterwards because it was getting it up and out of you. And so, I mean, it can come in many different ways. And how often do you find as you're working on somebody's feet that you ask them about something and they, oh, no, no. Oh, yes, wait a minute. And then they remember something that, yes, it could be showing up. It may not be bothering them as much now, but it's still there. And then, you know, a couple sessions later, you ask them again, and it's like, oh, forgot all about it because it doesn't bother them anymore. Yes, I've found that often, and especially when you mentioned the emotional side as mm-hmm. well. I've had that where um, I didn't, unbeknown to me, maybe they were they had some grief or emotional issue, and then they actually, um, you know, stuff like even cried, you know, at one point in the session, or then, you know, they stuff like mentioned then there was like an, a release mm-hmm. and then they talked about what had just happened to them you know so that's what I love about reflexology because you can be doing just the feet or the hands or even anywhere you know the face ears for reflexology and basically you're treating the whole body and mind as well body mind know? and spirit yeah yeah so reflexology yes can be done on the feet and I probably do most of it on the feet, um, some on the hands, and I know there is facial reflexology, which I've experienced that quite a number of times with another fellow reflexologist, and it's amazing as well, because you're working points. We have points all over our body that correspond to everything, so by working on these points, we're actually stimulating the circulation, helping digestion, helping the elimination and obviously helping to go into a deeply relaxed space, which is where I feel today just very <laughs> mellow <laughs> after having this session. Oh, I can't wait for mine. I know. <laughs> we timed this very well. Have a session, do a show, have a session. Oh, that's perfect, yes. Uh, so yeah. what is one of the things you love most about reflexology? Um, well, that's like I mentioned before, that you can be treating, you know, sort of like, um, you know, the feet or the hands, and it has an effect on the whole body and mind and spirit as well. And that was amazing to me when I come from a massage, you know, background, because I didn't have that like experience. And the other thing is that um, I find actually with reflexology is there's very few contraindications because you can actually, if you can't treat the feet for whatever reason, you can treat the hands or you can treat, you know, one side of the body with the foot and then the, the hand, mm. um, you know, if there is, let's say like, a, you know, the person's got a sprain or, um, you know, um, um a breakage or there's a rash or you know that you can't stuff like go and, and treat that area 
So that's what I, what, what I like about it as well. There's not there's few contraindications. When we use aromatherapy, essential oils, that's very different. You know, we have to always sometimes look for alternatives to use. Right. And the same with massage as well. You know, um, you sometimes can't treat you know, certain conditions or certain areas, you know, so. Well, and I think that that is one of the beauties of reflexology is that you can work on the feet. So if somebody had something really sore or maybe was in a car accident, had an injury of some sort that didn't want to be touched on that area at that point, is you can work it through the feet and be able to make a change in that body just in in many ways of of deeply relaxing and taking the stress out out of the body. Yes, definitely. Um, and also, you know, you were mentioning about your daughter having fractured, you know, so like her foot, so then you can work on the hand. Yeah, and you know, I haven't been, I've been doing a lot of more energy work on her feet yeah. and, and a little bit of reflexology, but that is a good point because I know as you said that, I thought, oh, I could probably be moving her hand and hopefully that would be helping her foot because I don't really want to rotate it. And yet I've worked on... People will phone me up and say, Margo, I sprained my foot. I think I shouldn't come for a session. And I always say, you know, we're not going to do a full thing on the foot. But I think by getting the fluid moving and getting things, you know, just slightly rotated and I do bring in the energy more at that point, they always thank me afterwards and say, yes, I'm glad I came because I have more mobility. I feel better with it. Yeah. So, yeah, Yeah. it's important to, to play that way. Yeah, and it's nice, you know, sometimes I get people coming into the shop and they don't want to, they've, they've literally got five minutes to spare, but um, they're a little stressed or they've got a headache and I can just work on their hands very quickly. You know, you can, that's the nice thing about reflexology, you can just take two or three minutes or you can then do a full session for an hour, you know, so, and you can work on yourself. Yes, and that's what, you know, toward the end of the show today, we want to be able to share some tips for you to be able to do that because you want to be able to help yourself when you need some help and there is nothing like sitting in a chair and having somebody else work on you, especially for me in my own chair downstairs in my office is to yes. sit back and just, yeah. you know, where I work on a lot of people, it's it's nice to be able to be the one in the chair and be the recipient of that in that way. Yeah. And you can also give your um, clients, you know, some just little things they can do on the hand as well. You know, some little techniques that they can be doing in between treatments, which is going to just enhance what you've done already. Exactly. And um, and which you can't really say, oh, we'll go and you can then, you know, further massage your shoulder at home. You know, if you've done a massage treatment to somebody because they, they can't, you know. Well, that's so, a little tricky, yeah. yes. <laughs> You need, I always said, if you could just clone yourself, because you know exactly where you want to be worked on, you know know. exactly what you want done, but um, that's a little tricky to do. Um, I I want to talk about vertical reflexology as you talk on hands, but I think when we come back from the break, we'll go into that. So um, what are some of the benefits of reflexology that you've noticed? Um, Definitely stuff like um, circulatory. Um, I've had people who've had, um, uh, you know, stuff like uh, swelling, um, you know, um, and, um, you know, fluid retention. And I've noticed that it's really helped that, you know, it's helped Mm -hmm. the venous um, flow as well um, as the lymphatics and um, just energizing the person generally. 
putting them into that deeper uh, relaxation state so that they actually feel more de-stress and then things work a lot more efficiently within the body. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and emotional as well, you know, is that they get this emotional release as well sometimes. Um, you know, that helps them to move on. Well, and to calm down. I know yeah. one time having it and having been quite stressed with a number of things and we were organizing a show and then getting my feet, just the top toes and the top little bits of my feet done before we had clients. So we had to stop. But I remember just thinking, oh, my God, I've come back home. Like I just felt so connected to myself again, whereas I was living more in that stressful yeah. space. and. You know, stress is okay if we can move through it and whatnot, but when we stay in that space and it's time to do something to take care of yourself so that you don't get into disease land in that way that's of right. creating yeah. something more than what you really want to, to do. So that's one of the biggest things I see as stress is just to take that, you know, pressure off somebody and as they sit back and sink into that relaxation state and, and let go because then yeah. you say, like, the emotions can either, you know, evaporate in some ways or we're just... I don't know, you just start to feel better. They might share different things with you. You share a different perspective with them and then they can come back to truly being their themselves, right? I mean, reflexology is ideally to bring you back into a more natural balanced state, which That's is right. where your body does want to be. So that are a few of the benefits. Yes. So we're going to go to a break and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about vertical reflexology which is something that Shirley and I both took and I had it done this morning and it felt lovely so come on back and hear more your life your health your network you're listening to voice america health and wellness Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. There is a difference in health and wellness programs. There can be mainstream programs, and then there is something extra. That something extra is called tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper. If you want to hear some behind-the-scenes talk radio when it comes to health and wellness, the why as well as the how, Be sure to tune in each week. This show will inspire you to be healthy and happy for life, as well as become the best version of yourself. Listen Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. 
your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Listening to Healthy Energy with Margot. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Here again is Margot Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margo. I'm here with Shirley and we're talking about reflexology and we wanted to share with you vertical reflexology. So Shirley, maybe you can share yeah. what is vertical, what, what does it mean? Yeah, so um, VRT or vertical reflex therapy um, was actually devised by a lady called Lynn Booth um, in the UK um, so she actually trained with the International Institute of Reflexology in 1992. She has a private reflexology practice and a sports injury clinic for professional soccer players in Bristol, England. So she was treating elderly residents at the St. Monica Trust in Bristol, which is one of the largest nursing home complexes in the UK. And she was actually finding that it was a little difficult to treat often um, seniors in wheelchairs and um, if when they had mobility issues. But she actually found that if she got them to actually sort of like press down, actually um, with their feet um, on, you know, a hand um, or even with their hands onto a pad or a tray or a table, then she could actually work the dorsal reflexes. So the reflexes on the top of the hand. And she was actually getting some really good results with the with uh, residents, especially those who had mobility issues. Um, so she found that really it was actually sort of like a 3D effect in a way. And it's quite... Um, uh, uh, what do you call it, deep and um, you're actually working all of the reflexes and um, you only need to use them just for a few minutes either before or after a treatment to get really sort of like good results um, or you can use them as a stand alone you know first aid treatments as well. So Shirley started with that with me today so I was standing so weight bearing that way and worked my feet and I also had said I was power washing yesterday so I was a little bit sore on one side of my shoulder and my neck just I woke up in the middle of the night with a headache so I thought "Ooh, this doesn't feel so good so I'm feeling pretty good now with just having the beginning part of it so you you there is a sequence that we work on I guess vertical reflexology wise that I don't know I think it just sets the the regular reflexology session deeper yes because when you're actually um lying down then all this sort of like nerve endings it seems like it's in a, a, a like a passive state and it's not till you actually start working on those uh, reflexes that you actually get things stimulated but to when you're actually standing and then you're working on the, st- in the standing foot then you're actually the actual uh, nerve endings are already stimulated because just to stand, mm, you're right, actually yes, working yeah. those those nerve, nerve, nerves are actually working, you know, um, and being stimulated, and then you're just adding um, a little bit, bit more stuff like deeper stuff like pressure, 
um, and you're working yourself like through the foot. So you're actually getting um, all of the nerve endings stimulated because you're working the whole of the foot. It's amazing, really. And then you can use it. So how I've used it, I'll do the beginning sequence and, and then do reflexology. And if somebody has something specific going on, maybe their neck is out of whack or something in their spine, I, I guess I've used it more structurally than other areas. But then you can pinpoint, like you have them stand back up again and pinpoint that area with, that's where you do the three kind of three three places you would work, say it's the shoulder work on the shoulder reflex and then something around the ankle and then actually on the hand as well so it's like the triology of those parts and you know you watch people kind of shift a little bit or start to yawn I know I yawn a lot when I work and just like I'm holding those points and then it's like okay big yawn now we can now we can move on so you can use it almost first aid that way so you know how you said somebody came in you know if you have people coming into your clinic or your shop wherever you're working you can do a little bit of something like that on them and shift their headache or because I've worked even on my husband just doing hips, just having him stand and work on his hips as a first aid quick. Let's move something along. Yes. Yes. So definitely. it's more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice because you can then give somebody some homework to do as well, which then they would actually just could do it on their hand and they just press onto a table um, and you just show them a couple of points say like for the shoulder, you know, you would go to the shoulder reflex and just work on that and a little around the wrist area, which actually just helps then to actually get all of the, um, you know, stuff like reflexes. Mm. So your shoulder reflex, if you want to know, <laughs> is around your pinky. So if you're, if you can come onto your hand and just on uh, both sides, you can feel it on top and bottom. And so if you're pressing down on your hand and you can just, you're actually going to probably work more on the top of your hand that way, work around that, you can affect a change in that. So that that's one little tip for you. You can also work the base of your thumb the same way, pressing down on that and working the thumb that will help your neck. So yes. if you've got something going on in your neck, that would be um, something that they could help shift it as one way to help shift the neck. Yeah. And you work. You do a lot of nail work. You were saying to me before. Yeah. So Lynn actually um, realized as well that actually stuff like underneath the stuff like the nail, um, then there is actually stuff like deeper reflexes as well, um, and so um, you can actually map out the actual whole body actually on the nail as well on each nail on each nail. Yes. So that's you can pretty actually, amazing when yeah. you look at your nails and you think, God, your whole body could be could be there, right? Yeah, so you can actually sort of like do that as well, and you will actually get, um, you know, sort of like um, a deeper response as well. Um, I had an instance a few years back where I actually um, pulled my back, and I did it when I was doing, um, trying to open a chair to do chair massage, and um, I just heard a click going my back and I actually sort of like felt and it didn't feel as though and, and I could stand up so I knew that I hadn't done anything spinal wise but I just thought I've actually strained some of the muscles in that lower back area so I carried on and it was a little painful but I carried on doing the chair massage and um did forget about it so whether adrenaline had kicked in and I just forgot about it we know doing the treatments but it wasn't until I came to pack up and I had to take it to the car that my chair that I actually then started to really really feel it and I, I was in 
agony when I got back into the car and I actually thought, I don't know whether I'm actually going to make it home. Oh, be able to drive home. So, yeah. So I actually thought, well, what I could, what could I do? So I started working um, actually on my nail and it was amazing. I actually started, you know, stuff like yawning and I felt it relaxed, my muscles in my lower back relaxing. Um, and you can work on stuff like any of the nails as well. Um, the thumbnail is a good one because obviously it's, it's actually a larger nail and it's thicker and the, the actual, your pinky is a little thinner so mm. to do. So it may be a little bit more sensitive there. And, um, and I, I just worked on it um, for a short period of time, got back in the car, found I could drive at least. And then um, when we were actually, so I forget the lights, I did it a few times on the way home. And at least it got me home and I was actually um, able to start, you know, stuff like to get out of the car and do some treatments for myself afterwards. But um, I used it a lot over the weeks. Um, you know, as I was healing, and it was amazing. You know how it would actually stuff like take the pain away, and it would relax those muscles. Sometimes I didn't find it immediately, but it was then afterwards. You know, maybe an hour later, I just think, oh, my back doesn't hurt anymore. You know, so it was well, sometimes then- not and uh, happened straight away it happened you know a little while later as much as we like quick and fast results sometimes it works that way that's right and other times it takes a little bit longer so when you say working on the nail how is one to do that and so we have you know stuff like um um we have zones um so not to get into it um in a big way but um let's but um, Eunice Ingham, the um, mother of reflexology in the Western world, actually discovered that we have um, sort of like zones, these 10 zones that actually sort of like run sort of like through the body. And if you were to press on anywhere on that sort of like zone, it would cause um, a sort of like a, a, a relaxation within that sort of like zone. Um, and... Um, so on the actual stuff like nail, you have the 10 zones, um, and this is how you can then map out the so actual So you're using the, the nail of your so other you, thumb so to you, work? Yeah, so you down. would actually um, just put um, your um, index finger underneath your thumb, and then you would press with the um, nail of the other thumb on the top. And then you want to take little tiny stuff like um, bites. You don't want to press too hard, just gently down the actual sort of like nail. So if you actually think that the spine is on the medial side of the nail and then the actual shoulder and hip would be on the actually lateral side of the nail. So as you sort of like, as it's as the thumb nail is actually facing you. And then so for you people take, who don't know what medial is. So it's actually, um, Closer to the the inner part of your arm. Yeah, so it'd be, as you looked at the actual nail and it's facing you, it would actually be on the left side. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Um, And then on the right side would be the shoulder and then the hip. So the head would always be at the top of the nail and then the actual uh, lower back hip area is go- and the lower spine is going to be at the base of the nail. And then you would basically take little tiny walking bites down the nail 
in each of the actual sub-life zones. Um, and then, so say it is a spinal, you know, your lower back, then you would actually get to probably around about the bottom third of the nail. And then sort of like, then you might start to feel it feels quite tender in that area. It's going to feel tender anyway when you get to the base anyway, because that's obviously is a t- more tender area. It's where the, the nail grows from. And then if for the muscles, then you can work a little bit sort of like further out. Um, and then you go going towards sort of like the hip area. If you find a tender spot, I usually find if you just stay on it and then see what happens. So just stay on it for a few seconds and you'll often find that, you know, you'll just get this relaxation and you can often feel it in your lower back as well. That's so amazing. Just by working on your nails. Yeah. So we're going to go to a break, and when we come back, we will share some more about reflexology. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Addiction can affect our relationships, our families, our home, and work lives, but most importantly, ourselves. The recovery process can do wonders in the lives of people suffering from active addiction and also for those that love them. It's not just 12-step programs, but so much more. It's learning how to live life on life's terms. If you can relate to these issues or love someone who does, start with yourself. Start by tuning in to Miracles in Recovery with host Ray Lynch, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Hope is in your corner. Today's woman faces a stressful world when it comes to staying healthy. We are bombarded by media messages with contradicting ideas about fitness and nutrition. We need to keep our diet, relationships, and stress in check. It's time to get the right message and have the most fun. Join hosts Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighouse for Healthy View Radio. It's health and happiness in one show every Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Listening to Healthy Energy with Margot. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Here again is Margot Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy. So, Shirley, you are also aromatherapy, and you do bring that into your sessions of reflexology. Maybe you could share, I don't know, how you do that, what kind of things people might be able to use for themselves. Yeah, sure. Um, So, um, yeah, essential oils are are brilliant to actually be used um, with reflexology as well. Um, one nice way is to use a foot, you know, to have a foot soak or even a hand soak. Um, and this is a great way um, to relax the feet 
our hands or even the calves, which often get very, very tight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously it gets tight in the foot as well. Um, actually, if you're going to be, you know, if you're somebody who's a runner or you do a, a lot of walking, etc., I've actually found a mop bucket is quite good to actually do a oh, sock. Oh, because it gets it right up your legs yes, then, right? Yes, yeah. So it's sort of like, an, it's nice, yeah, to sort of like to do that, yeah. Also, you get the smell of the oils as well. So they're going to have a relaxation effect on the whole nervous system as well as you're actually smelling the oils. Um and also oils are readily accepted through the actual sort of like so through the feet and it's going to the feet especially the soles that's mm-hmm. where the largest pores are um and it was back way way back they actually discovered this when actually garlic was rubbed on the base of the actual soles and then within stuff like 10 minutes or so they could actually smell it on the person's breath because it's That's such, interesting, it's such it? a volatile <laughs> oil garlic. So maybe the response sometimes isn't as quick as that, but yeah. I have seen good responses as well, you know, um, especially with people with arthritis, you know, they've often had, um, it's happened sort of like very quickly. Um, so um, Epsom salts are very, very good to actually sort of like use um, in a foot soak. Mm-hmm. So you probably would want to put about a cup um, of Epsom salts and maybe about five drops of your essential oils, up to five drops of essential oil in the actual soak as well. Um, and then swish it up like around. If you do find that your skin is a little dry, then you can use um, honey, um, is nice and moisturizing. It's all very, also very healing. Um, baking soda is very softening on the water. Um, or you can use some vegetable oils as well, you know, in that mix. Um, so Epsom salts are also a very good source of magnesium, mm-hmm. um, which is very important um, and something that we are quite depleted in. Well, is magnesium, magnesium. Is, is a muscle mineral, so it's helping the muscles to relax when you're soaking. So um, we also have a secret, another part of my business, uh, a salt scrub, which has got all your, your minerals in it as well, magnesium being one yeah. of them. So what essential oils would you use? Um, so um, so lavender is, a, is always a good one. So I picked some oils that you're all going to probably, you know, have or are easy to get a hold of as well, you know. Um, so lavender is always a good one. It's, it's good for so many things, but it's very good for inflammation. Um, it's got a soothing, it's calming, balancing on the nervous system. So also people don't realize fungicidal as well. No, you don't really associate lavender with that, do you? No, no. and so very good for athletes' foots. And, mm. also, and it has very good properties for um, regenerating new skin cells, lavender. So um, anything that needs you mm-hmm. know, some, some healing. Um, tea tree is always a good one, you know, for a little antimicrobial. Also, if there's anything like athlete's foot as well or, you know, stuff like any fungal um, infections and that's one that you can actually put in the water Um, where I do have people with um, uh, fluid retention you know especially in this warm weather at the moment and then grapefruit's a great one Mm -hmm. Um, grapefruits geranium good um, lymphatic stimulants and also um, detoxifiers diuretics as well Um, 
Also, um, grapefruits, interestingly enough, can actually um, help to disperse um, lactic acids. So very good if you've been doing, you know, a lot of sports, a lot of running, hiking. Um, you can put it in with some lavender, you know, um, so that's a nice one. Um, and also, um, it's a seasonal affective disorder oil as well. So in the winter, just the smell of the grapefruit will help if you're it's actually feeling a little. Right? Yeah, yes. that's like sad. Citrus usually yeah. are. Yeah. Um, geranium, um, we mentioned, um, was good for the lymphatic stimulant. It's also a hormonal balancer as well. Um, so good, you know, for those time of the month as well. Um, you can use it on somebody. Um, and it also helps to balance the production of sebum as well and promote speedy healing. Um, peppermints I like to use in the summertime as well. It's always a nice one. Um, peppermint, it has such a nice cooling effect. It's mm-hmm. tingling, great on the circulation. Can be used, you know, with for um, arthritic conditions. Um, but you only want to use just a, a couple, maybe two drops max. And don't put it in a bath and jump in. No. I tried that once. It was just not a good scene. I was like, I don't know whether I should stay in, get out. I'm hot and cold and tingly. And, yeah. and no, I did that once with body lotion. And I put the whole, you know, I did the whole lot instead of just my legs and feet. And it was like, oh, my God, I'm freezing. <laughs> I don't know what to do myself. Yeah, yeah so peppermint has, has that hot and cooling effect. Yeah. I do use it a lot yeah. for headaches if yeah. people have headaches. It's brilliant. It's a great one with lavender because you get that um, peppermint is the, the, the stimulant, stimulant and then the lavender is the calming. So that's what, exactly what you would get in an, you know, an aspirin, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and it's healthier lovely. for you. Uh, definitely, yes. And yeah. it smells good. Yeah. Um, Cypress is always a nice one as well for people who have got, um, you know, sort of like venous problems, you know, varicose veins, mm. because it helps to tonify the veins as oh, well. That's good to know. Um, and it's a tonic to the circulatory system. It's also um, deodorizing and astringent. So very good if you perspire a lot, you know, if your feet perspire a lot. And also lemongrass can also be used as well, but be very careful because that is a good one for, um, again, sweaty feet. But it can be a skin irritant. So be very careful, mm. especially if you're actually um, got quite a sensitive stuff like skin. So nice to use, as I say, foot hand soaks. Hand soaks are great if you suffer a lot with arthritis. So, again, you can be using things like the lavender, the peppermint. Eucalyptus is very good. It helps to remove toxins from the joints. Um, rosemary, good for, you know, the circulation. And um, I did hear as well that frankincense and myrrh are very good um, anti-inflammatories as well. Myrrh is a hard one, though, because it's very hard to actually... Um, it's quite a, it's a quite resin thick. and it's yeah. very thick so it's really hard to actually stuff like pull sometimes from the um the um bottle um now do you use it in different ways do you put it in lotion or can you use it in a carrier oil to that's right so you could and um, then if you didn't want to do a foot soak um uh, you know hand soaks then obviously you can use them in a vegetable oil so you need to use a vegetable oil or a vegetable lotion, you know, which has got some vegetable oils in. Nothing with any mineral um, or petroleum-based um, products because they won't allow the oils to coconut actually... Coconut oil, fractionated coconut's, coconut yeah, oil. Yeah, coconut's fine, safflower, sunflower, 
Um, olive oil, I find sometimes a little smelly, a little and a little oh, thick, yeah. you know, to actually sort of like use. Um, if you are making up quite a bit uh, the oils uh, with the actual essential oils in them, you do need to use uh, something uh, with an antioxidant. So like a wheat germ, vitamin E, a hober oil um, to go in there as well, because it will actually act to stop it from going rancid quickly. Oh, okay. Yeah, and to keep them in, ideally in a, um, a cool, dark, in glass, dark bottles, and to keep them in a cool, dark place as well. Um, if you're actually going to be using, um, you usually say a 2% blend for body lotions and oils, so a 2% blend of your essential oils. So 2%, what does that mean? You're putting in, like, say you did up, 30 mils, so that's like two tablespoons you'd be putting in how many drops? Um, so let's see, I'll give you some ideas. Sorry, that's minute, yeah. So if you were actually doing, um, yeah. so say you were doing, um, so you said about two tablespoons, mm-hmm. did you? So for 2%, then you would want to be looking at 12 drops. Oh, okay. Yeah, for that, yeah. Um, and take half a teaspoon of an antioxidant, which would be, you know, a hobo, wheat germ, or vitamin E. So if you're only doing a little bit, would you actually need that in there? Because you'd no, probably think, be using uh, yes, it up pretty yeah. quickly. I mean, if you're going to be using it up pretty quickly, then no. It's only if you're going to be making the larger uh, quantities. Or if you're going to be using making something up and you're not going to be using it. Right away. You know, yeah. Right away, yes. So yeah. somebody who has fluid retention to make up something like that and rub it on daily would would help as well with having yes. the regular reflexology it would, session. Yes, 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 yes. So it would be ideal that they actually took some away with them and then they yeah. use it daily after the shower and always in upward strokes towards the heart as well. well that makes sense, yes. yes. I yeah. just, I'm thinking of a couple of my clients that have that and I tend to swell up a little bit more in the summer as yes, well. Yes, we do, you know, and if we're sitting a lot as well, you know, in jobs where we're sitting, then the, the pools as well, you know, mm. so the fluid pools. Um, obviously, um, with any essential oils, you have to stop like then look, you know, as if there's any contraindications to you. Do, and so that's where a medical, um, you know, sort of like a, a whole history medical wise and lifestyle high, lifestyle wise would come in before an aromatherapist or somebody who's doing reflexology and using right. oils would and then you'd want to know a little bit more about what's yeah, going you on want to pick the oils then from yeah what they've actually self like said and if you're never certain you know then obviously um you know then you get in touch with your health practitioner mm-hmm. yeah so for children you just say um this is not including babies babies you'd even need a smaller amount but one percent for the children elderly and expectant dilution rate 2% of said for typical whole body lotions and oils. And then you could use a 4% for concentrated massage oil in local areas. So say like a chest rub, mm. you know, where you're just going to be using it on that one area. Yeah. So that's kind of fun, adding the two of them together. And because uh, I, I do love my essential oils, I usually have them diffusing in my office. I've also uh, do a little bit with the raindrop technique on feet. So adding a little bit more is is kind of where I've wanted to go so this is this is awesome I'm glad yeah. you shared that with me because that just kind of sparks my interest a little bit more and in what can I create 
And I would probably only do a little bit for somebody. We're going to go to a break. And when we come back, we're going to share a little bit more about tips and tools that you can use for yourself. So join us. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Too many times, the medical profession tries to treat addicts with addictive medication. It's like putting them in a chemical straitjacket. This only masks the problem, but does nothing to cure it. The allopathic model for treating addiction has turned out to be a huge failure. The holistic model holds much more promise for treating and curing addiction. On Total Health Recovery, from addiction to super health. Join host Sadhu Khalsa and his guests to learn about treatments and services that work. Learn how to heal yourself and transform your life. Listen Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent, inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision-making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin, breast cancer survivors and advocates. They help by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Listening to Healthy Energy with Margot. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Here again is Margot Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margot. I just wanted to share some fun foot facts for you and just just to give you kind of an idea of how well we want to take care of our feet because when they don't work properly, you'll know it. So did you know that your feet contains 26 bones, 33 joints, more than 100 tendons, muscles, and ligaments, and a whopping 250,000 sweat glands? That might seem like a a lot of anatomy in your feet, but your feet have a very important task of supporting the entire body. During an average day of walking, the total forces on your feet can total hundreds to tons, equivalent to an average of a fully loaded cement truck. Did you know that a quarter of all the bones in the human body are down in your feet? When these bones are out of alignment, so is the rest of the body. So we want to take care of the feet. So something that I had learned from a a fellow um, reflexologist, Valerie, is to we were standing with our feet anchored underneath our hips and our hips pelvic neutral she called it so that you're not tilted forward but you're in a neutral position and you would lift your toes all of them 
and then try to put down pinky, the next one, all the way down to the, the big toe. And to do that so that you're stretching out the muscles and the tendons and ligaments in there. So that's one thing you can do. Another thing she had us do was to put one of the foot back so that you're actually at the top of your foot, you're leaning on it. Now I find for me, I tend to cramp up a little bit in that. So bring it back out, put it back in. But again, it's stretching out the foot, which I think is very helpful. You'll want to be pelvic neutral again. So the whole idea was to try to keep alignment from the feet up. Did you take her? Yes, her? yeah, and that one is really good because you get that whole stretch down the actual sort of like the shins, uh, right up sort of like to the knee, and then even the front of your actual thigh as well. It's mm-hmm. sometimes we don't really sort of like stretch that area out, do we? You no, know, it feels really good, I think, it? yeah, it's yeah. important to do. I know I was showing somebody the other day that and thought, oh, this feels really yeah, good. Another one is to stretch out the calf. Now, yeah. she had us with a half of, foam block and to stand with the top third of your foot on it and then bring your other foot up again keeping hips pelvic neutral and just seeing how far you could bring that other foot that's on the outside of the the foam block how far you could bring it up just to stretch out the calf and to hold that and quite often that would help also with the knee and whatnot because calves that are tight will help to pull things out of alignment as well and I for me I found that the best calf stretch ever. Yeah, no, that was really, really good. And also, stuff so like we forget, that's the hamstring stretch as well, you mm-hmm. know. So, and then it pulls on the lower back, you yeah. know, so it pulls you back out. And it's a great one that you can do that at the sink, you know, well, you know, or you can do that while you're actually chopping vegetables up. And so yes. you can incorporate it into, you know, your day like that. Well, I think the more well. you can incorporate yeah. things as you're going and, and, then it's not like oh I have to do exercises so to speak even though that is good for your body as well another good one is um rotating your ankles yes that's an important one that you know to to keep them flexible so you can rotate them both ways I know another fellow reflexologist Adam Thomas had posted on one of his things was his blogs was to do the alphabet with the foot yeah. So that you're, you know, if you think about that, you're moving it different ways yeah, and you're just, you're getting it exercise, bring it forward and back and then side to side as well. So that is another good thing to do. Um, using a golf ball, we've been taught that many times for rolling around on your hand, rolling up your fingers if you have allergies or sinus problems. Rolling on the bottom of your feet can also feel good. Don't press too hard. It, <laughs> you want to be nice to your feet as well. But that is another one. Do you have tips that you share with your people? Um, and I think just to go barefooted when you stuff like get home, you know, and it's so nice at the moment. So if you do have, you know, a grassy area, you know, are you near to the beach or, you know, it's just to, or just in your own home is just to go barefooted. You know, and just feel that connection with the ground. Cause mm-hmm. That's where we would have got our energy from. It's, you know, when when we were in those past days. And well, yeah, and we, and we used to run around bare feet right. where, way yeah. more often. Yeah. And it would have actually strengthened our um, arches as well, you know, where now we have to wear, you know, people wear supports for the arches, you know. Yeah. So, um, or you wear flip-flops in the summer and you don't have as much. So I find for me when people are wearing flip-flops, they have more of back stuff going on. Yes, and also tightness yes. in their actual arch as well because basically they, they're clutching they're on with the feet. Because yeah. flip-flops were never meant to be um, sort of like a functional shoe, you know, to take over from the shoe. Mm. They were meant just for on the beach, 
you know that was that was what it was meant for you know to go on pebbly beaches and Very to go true. into the sea so we just took it <laughs> uh, fashion statements further didn't we you know well, so. well it's easy they're easy to put on that's right so something you can do for your lower back is to take the knuckles of one hand and rub it over your heel area and that usually feels really good if you can get your foot up folded <laughs> across your knee if you can have somebody do that for you it feels fabulous I know yeah, I was it doing it on another lady that I had done an exchange with and she didn't work it that way and she said oh my gosh that feels so good so it's just taking your knuckles and rubbing it over your whole area heel area is another good one doing ear reflexology if you're listening and you're not driving and you want to do it with us um you can take your earlobes and it's like you're trying to uncurl the earlobes so you do that three times and then you go in and around all the ears so you're rubbing up top around the bridge into the ear canal you go up and down and forward and back three times each and then you rub behind and then you rub in front of your ears and you will create a little bit more flexibility. So to begin with, you could bend over to see where you go to touch your toes. And you can also do it for your neck where you turn side to side to see where you're at. Then just do what I repeated to you and see then where do you go afterwards. And quite often you will go a lot farther or your neck will be able to move more. I've used that one when I've had a kink in my neck and I just went to... I just turned funny and it's yeah. like, oh my goodness, and I rubbed my ear and it went away just like that. So on my Facebook page, Healthy Energy, I do have a video of me doing that, the ear reflexology, oh, if you yeah. want to have a look at that and just see what that's about. Because I think it's important, the more we can do little little things for ourselves along the way, you can work on your hands. Another good one that we use for a lot of people is between the thumb and the index finger in the webbing. You can press that for headaches. Actually, uh, an acupressure book that I have, it uses it for most things going on in the body. It's a good pain release point. Um, yeah. What else can we tell? Um, also headaches as well if it's a temporal one. Because um, all, all the sides of your fingers are for the neck. Um, and actually between the um, second and the third finger you've got the inner ear um, and so if you just actually press um, with finger or thumb down that area you usually will find a sensitive spot and just massage it and you'll often find it'll just get rid of a temporal headache mm. straight away. Frontal ones um, I usually find the fronts of the actual fingers are all to do with the front of the face and so a Above the knuckle on your thumb, um, if you were to actually sort of like to massage there or to press down, you would actually find it will start to move a frontal headache as well. Um, and so if you've got the temporal headache, say, um, on the right side of the body, you would use the right hand. And if you've got it on the left and you would use the left hand. The <laughs> we're going to feel pretty good, Shirley and I, as we talk. We're doing this. <laughs> we're doing movements. this. I know. Isn't that so funny? I know. I was going to say oh. we're doing it too. <sighs> so we are going to, if, if you wanted to get in touch with you, Shirley, how would one do that? Um, so you can go to ShirleyReikiReflex at Hotmail.com. Perfect. And I just wanted to say with Secret, just to, Something that's going on this month is there is a $50 off, $150 order. So I just wanted to throw that out there for you. We have some amazing products. 
please get in touch with me if you would like to know more about that. Healthy Energy at Shaw.ca, 778-828-8005. Next week, I'm going to have Lisa Bentz on, and we are going to talk about your health and your space. Are they connected? So that should be an interesting show. Thank you so much, Shirley, for joining me today, giving me a reflexology session, and I'm looking forward to giving you one now. Thanks, Margot. I'm so looking forward to mine now. (laughs) Awesome. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join your host, Margot Nielsen, for another edition of Healthy Energy with Margot. We're live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. What positive energy can you attract in the coming week? 